And welcome to another well-delayed episode of the Satoyo and Geek Podcast by Whips and Style, where we talk about bow ties, comic books, and everything between. Of course, I'm your host, Whips and Style, the man, the voice, the fragrance, and it's been a long time. I had to take a break for a minute, the holidays, and just regrouping, getting some things together. But let's, of course, jump right in to the download this is a game i've actually been playing for a couple of weeks now really almost a month a little bit over and it is one that is very reminiscent of classic arcade style game and this game is shatter remastered deluxe and is on the xbox one sx ps4 5 switch pc and mobile and is one that is very inexpensive and you can find it for just the price of $9.99 amongst all the systems and i have a caveat for mobile once we get to the end now shadow remastered deluxe is an arcade video game developed by pick pong it's a remaster of shatter the 2009 award-winning classic that redefined the genre shatter returns in stunning 4k resolution running at 120 frames per second with a modern user interface and multiple visual improvements now this is a game that's very much akin to block breaking games like arknoid or breakout and all of the sort of derivatives that have come over the years so if you are a fan of those sort of games this game will definitely definitely satisfy that appetite you have it is also one that it's graphically speaking it is is a beautiful visual treat to play and my standard television for gaming is a what, 15 year old 720p plasma tv now even though there are better tvs in the house this is where my game main gaming setup is and it looks absolutely beautiful on this television. And I'm pretty sure you bump that bad boy up to a 4K television. Uh, it's going to be look really, really, really beautiful. And it is fun to play. I like the different innovations uh, with the sort of genre with the uh, sucking and blowing. <laughs> Insert your joke here of the balls or ball, depending on how many you have on screen as well as the uh, shield mechanics of the ship and one of the things i really like is as you break the blocks they shatter hence the name shatter but you can suck in the shards of the blocks you shatter and then use those as a weapon during a charged attack to eliminate a large majority of blocks i really enjoy that mechanic and adds a lot of depth to the gameplay outside of the normal multi balls and special balls that you get during the course of a game like this now going back to the mobile one of the things i discovered that i didn't know originally when i was first uh introduced to the game and started playing it is that if you have netflix it is part of that service that netflix gaming portion that no one ever utilizes so if you have netflix downloaded on your phone go to your app open it up go to gaming and you will see shatter remastered as part of i believe shattered deluxe obviously with a mobile is not the uh visual spectacle as you would expect on a 4k television but it is upgraded for the phones but it is part of your netflix subscription so if you have netflix 
and you have the app on your phone and you want to play it on your phone you can play it for free but this is one i definitely recommend it at the ten dollar price point it is definitely worth it i'm not sure if there's any sales going on now for the holiday season but at ten dollars this is a game that if you're looking for classic old school arcade action this is one that you should not pass up so that's my take on shatter remastered deluxe a lot of things have happened since the last time we were together and we have lost some luminaries who have shaped a lot of our fandoms over the past 30 years now literally for both of these uh the first one i am going to talk about is kevin conroy kevin conroy is most well known as the voice of Batman, uh, voice of Batman in the 1992 Batman the Animated Series, and pretty much going forward into all the iterations of that show, as well as probably most recently the Arkham video game series that came out of the last two generations of video game platforms and even took a turn as a physical incarnation of Bruce Wayne during the Crisis on Infinite Earths CW crossover that happened a few years ago um and one of the things that i always forget about kevin conroy which is you should forget because it should not be a part of that person's identity of who they was he was very openly gay so there was always talk of him being the first gay batman or openly gay person to play batman and while i understand the importance of that to the uh the community he was batman i didn't care who he loved who he didn't love his voice made the Batman the animated series the cultural icon that it was and still is today and his love of the fans and the fandom and the character just oozed out in everything he did and these are the sort of individuals that we miss the most those that understood the fans those that were fans themselves and never hesitated to give back because the fans always gave to him so kevin conroy you will be missed your voice will be missed your presence will be missed the light that you brought into the world will be missed but at least we have all of your wonderful work to remind us of the talented person that you was in life speaking of fans and loving fans i don't think that any of us whether you were a power rangers fan or not can ever take away how much jason david frank loved the fans now when power rangers debuted in 93 i was a uh, in high school and while power rangers was never the demographic that i was not the demographic it was shooting for it resonated with me because it was it was new and exciting and outside of the ultraman uh dubs that i'd seen of the shows back when i was a uh, younger i'd never seen anything like that and it very much reminded me of the kookiness or campiness of Godzilla films, which I absolutely loved. So I became very much a fan of Power Rangers from Mighty Morphin, really up into like religiously watching until Power Rangers in space. And well, uh, no, let me phrase that. Turbo was a piece of dog shit. So it was very hard for me to, I didn't watch that series. I didn't get back until Power Rangers in space. But through all of that, there was one presence uh, during that time in Power Rangers. And that was Jason David Frank as the Green Ranger, then the White Ranger, then the Red Turbo Ranger. And then getting me excited again when he returned as the Black Dino Ranger 
and Power Rangers Dino Thunder when I was in college. Jason David Frank was the epitome of Power Rangers. He was, he is the legendary Ranger. If you think Power Rangers, you think of Jason David Frank and all that he gave to being an ambassador of the series showing up multiple times in multiple series over the years uh with his last appearance being the 25th anniversary special that was part of um ninja steel if i remember correctly and i'm not even going to touch on how he passed actually no i am um, but i'll get to that it was sad hearing of his passing it was sad because he he just has such a genuine love for the fans and the fandom and i've i never met the man in person but hearing all of the stories of the people that met him and how he stayed till the very last person and how they had closed conventions around him he loved the fans and it was so hard hearing that he passed and then even harder hearing that he took his own life you never know what someone is dealing with regardless of how bright of a light they shine on the outside toward others that light sometimes is in no comparison to the darkness that they're dealing with within as a man and i'm speaking to men only in this respect it is it is hard at times dealing with everything do your best to find someone to talk to if you feel like you need help reach out to find help i'm not getting into any sort of religious aspects or anything but taking your own life is not the way to go there are people that genuinely loved Jason David Frank. And for whatever he was going through, he felt like he couldn't deal with it anymore. That is never the answer. That never solves any problems because it only leaves more hurt and pain and more darkness after you've gone. So if anybody's listening to this podcast and they are even contemplating something like that, reach out. Reach out to someone. Hell, reach out to me. Are you good? You want to talk? Shoot me an email. We can talk because we're all going through it. We all have those days. But taking yourself out is not not the answer and jason david frank has left a legacy of joy and happiness and spreading the gospel of power rangers but the light of the person that he was that all you saw in the past few days is just story upon story upon story about how good of a guy he was that is that says a lot to his character and what sort of man he was regardless of how he left us and his legacy will always be present with us as fans so thank you jason david frank now getting into uh some short takes during the course of our hiatus the trailer for john wick chapter four dropped in it's one word glorious john wick is a series that constantly keeps getting better over and over and over again this is when i will definitely be going to the theater to see keanu reeves is man he is someone who has consistently been able to reinvent himself um in his career over the past 30 plus years now which is actually it's longer than that matrix is 99 2019 was 20 years yeah about 30 years now he's been in film it's just amazing absolutely amazing that he continues to reinvent himself and the john wick series is one of those things to do uh, so i'm definitely looking forward to that when that comes out in march i believe next up is a peculiar movie called mind cage and this popped up and it looked like some direct the video sort of 
I wouldn't say mess. You know, sometimes you have director video movies that just the trailer and the way the trailers cut. It just it seems off, and this is one of those trailers that seemed off. But it has uh, some really big names in it. In this spellbounding or spellbinding thriller, detective detectives Jake Doyle, played by Martin Lawrence, yes, Martin Lawrence in a thriller, and Mary Kelly, played by Melissa Rosberg, seek to help an incarcerated serial killer named the Artist, played by John Malkovich, when a copycat copycat killer strikes this is an interesting and peculiar uh role for martin in my opinion i have i believe he's done dramatic roles before and i've seen some of them but this sort of thriller horror sort of role is quite unique for him based on my knowledge of his filmography and he really seems out of place and again trailers sometimes don't do movies full justice or actors portrayals in said movies full justice but Martin just seems very, very out of place in this trailer and thriller as a whole. But who knows? It may be actually pretty good and he may do a pretty good job in it. But right now, I am very, very skeptical. Now, let's get into a movie I actually saw. Wakanda or Black Panther Wakanda Forever came out. And if you haven't seen it by now, there are going to be massive spoilers um, in this review. I will keep this short or as short as possible, really highlights and gripes uh, that I have with the overall movie. Uh, now, overall, I thought that the movie was really good. There are a lot of emotional moments. And even with its runtime, I think it's like two hours and 20 minutes, if I remember correctly. It the pacing is really, really good. There's some moments that drag out maybe a bit too long. Uh, it's not necessarily a bad thing. However, the story does ramp up in places that it needs to. I thought that overall the acting was really good. Leticia Wright was good. Angela Bassett was fucking phenomenal. Like, for real. This woman needs an Oscar nomination for this movie. I mean, Angela can act her way out of a paper bag. It's, it's, it's ridiculous how good of an actress she is and, and continues to get. Like, man, this woman doesn't have a bad movie. Hell, she was good in Critters 4. <laughs> like, for real, for real. Like, Critters 4, it's a Critters movie, and Angela Bassett is just shining. There, there's no bad movie with Angela Bassett, in my opinion. However, um, I I love, and I forget the gentleman's name who played it no more. Like, he, that was his movie. I, I don't care if it's called Black Panther, what are kind of forever. I don't care if you're dealing with the, the loss and pain of Chadwick. If they had chosen anybody else for that role, it would not have worked as well because he, the emotion that he conveyed as Namor and his people in it, it's just a beautiful movie. It is the best of faithful. Now, mind you, that's an asterisk because I still have yet to watch um, Shang-Chi as well as Eternals. But of course, when I say that to everyone about Eternals, most people have a very clear impression of Eternals and is not the best but it seems so long ago now that Eternals, Eternals even dropped. But I enjoyed this movie thoroughly. I thought it was fairly predictable, though. And that is my biggest gripe about this movie. It was fairly predictable, even outside of who, who you know Black Panther was going to be. Once you started watching the story, okay, you knew how we were getting to Riri Williams. Uh, you knew what was going to happen as far as any sort of deception or whatnot. You knew, you figured out after a certain point after Namor gave Shuri the bracelet, you knew how she was going to recreate the heart-shaped herb. Like, all these things, like, you knew. It was telegraphed, in my opinion. 
and I thought that was the 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 weakest part of the film as a whole like the story in many reports were very much paint by numbers you do what was coming next for the story based on a series of events and one of the things I really enjoyed and I feel this way about a lot of Marvel movies now compared to say phase one phase two even phase three they were very unpredictable like you think of the first Black Panther you you didn't know how things were going to go down you, you had no idea that Killmonger was going to beat T'Challa and become king and like you literally had no idea like you could not have predicted those series of events to have happened um in that movie in this one many of the major plot points were very predictable as far as how things would happen and what they would lead to uh whether it was finding Riri Williams whether it was her Ironheart suit whether it was even to a certain point defeating Namor I all of those things for me were very predictable based on the way the story went even even the ending revelation is something i called especially considering nakia left and the fact that she didn't come back but like those are things like i like i called it because they were very predictable based on a lot of it's just humans but also based on the world that's been created as well a lot of these things made sense now i will say I was, I'm not not a fan of Shuri's Black Panther, but I don't see, and again, this may be something long-term that they can correct and change my opinion on, but as of where we stand now, Shuri's not someone whom I see holding the mantle of Black Panther for the next 10 years. That's just me. Um, I think that, and much like the comic Shuri was Black Panther when, I forget, they thought I think at one point Chitala was dead or thought he was dead like there were times when Chitala was not available and they needed a Black Panther so Shuri was there or has been in that mantle and again I know there are many stories with Shuri being Black Panther at this point in time but I, if I remember originally he was thought to have been dead and there have been other people outside of Shuri to hold that mantle as well in circumstances so I unless they are able to convince me story-wise like much like they did with this movie the shuri at the beginning of the movie is someone who i would never have said would she be back planter the shuri by the end of the movie when she was able to take the mantle had earned and was a capable and believable person to hold the mantle of black panther so my opinion can be swayed with storytelling in the future but as of right now I am hoping that she is simply someone who's there to pass the mantle onto someone because right now in the MCU in general, I feel like there are very few of the characters who are believable leaders, who are, who are believable when it comes to taking charge of a crisis or multiple crises, crises. Um, maybe Falcon, a.k.a. Captain America, Sam Wilson. I would say he is probably the most capable person uh, in demeanor as well as his, well, he's Captain America. But with regards to everyone else, Brie Larson as Captain Marvel is not a believable leader to me. And in my opinion, story-wise, they've never set her up, up as such. Doctor Strange is not someone who I want leading any team. And again, not that he isn't capable, the way he has been written, he is not someone who is a leader with regards to a team or to handle a crisis of a Thanos level. Thor is not that person. The Guardian isn't like no one's that person. And in the absence of Iron Man, in the absence of Steve Rogers, a T'Challa 
like character as Black Panther would have been that natural person to fill that gap. So I am hoping that if Shuri goes forward as Black Panther, they do more to bolster her as a character to make her into a leader. And we saw even that at the end of Black Panther when it seems that Mbaku, who was grossly underutilized in this movie, uh, is essentially becoming king of Wakanda because by all intents and purposes, Shuri was not ready to lead anyone. Even during the course of this movie, she is not the leader that her people needed. She is not a leader of anyone. She was a princess. She is a, She has a, her role, her place. She was not the leader of this country. And she would have never been able to fill the role uh, that Ramunda or T'Challa or T'Chaka. And like, she has not grown into that person. And I'm glad the filmmakers recognize that as well. All in all, Black Panther is a movie I will watch again. Is the movie I will purchase like I did the original one? Probably not. Only because there is something missing from this movie that made the first one so special. Actually, no, I'm not I'm gonna lie. I may. Because Namor did it for me. The the, the whole cuckoo con like that, that's enough to watch this movie over again and want to own it. But that's my take on Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Have you seen it? Let me know. Hit me on Instagram, TikTok. Uh, Twitter, email, all those places. Just let me know what you thought of Black Panther Wakanda forever. Now let's get into the fragrance of the week. And we're going back to the house of Harmony Perfumes. In this case, we're looking at probably their flagship fragrance, the one that everyone on the web really started talking about. And that is Aqua de Familia. And you'll find this for a 100 ml bottle and a parfum or an extract to parfum concentration for currently on sale for $270. So this one you're going to find a whole lot of notes. Let's go through them real quick. You'll find notes of orange blossom, mandarin, green orange, black pepper, aquamarine, tonka bean, clementine, ambergris, grapefruit, bergamot, oak moss, magnolia, mimosa, cypress, orange, amber, peach, melon, neroli, cedar, lily, and iris. And it is based on or inspired by the anime and classic manga Jojo Bazaar's Adventure. It is described as a beautiful, clean, fresh, citrusy fragrance based on Trill's own travel on trail is the owner and the perfumer for harming perfumes uh, travels to italy as a child it's something simpler for all occasions a perfect summer fragrance can be worn by all tiers of fragrance lovers from beginner to extraordinaire while it's unisex it's described as being very gentlemanly uh and with that it has a 12 plus hour citrus scent duration which i can attest to is a rarity on the market so that is my highlight of the week for the fragrance of the week aqua de familia actually no i'm saying it wrong is aquia de familia i hope i'm saying it right now uh by harmony parfums now what i'm wearing today it's a rainy sort of mild day here for the end of november and i am actually wearing beverly hills polo club blaze again this is uh if you're looking for cheapies for your collection i wouldn't say necessarily about this as a gift um just as far as the presentation alone the scent is great but if i'm looking for a fragrance for a gift for someone 
the presentation in the bottle to really give it a sense of being more than what you spent. That's what I would think if I'm buying it for a gift, unless it's a indie brand. But if you're looking for like a cheaper fragrance at Marshall's or someplace like that for a gift, this is not one I would recommend uh, simply because of that. The bottle was it's plain, it's the aesthetics and everything, but the scent is absolutely great with the spices and the citrus and the leather uh, it is one that is worth its weight in gold compared to how much you can get this for and i feel like uh, this is a 50 ml bottle you can get this anywhere from 9 to 15 bucks at your discounters and online and it is worth every penny of what you pay for and then some so that is my fragrance for the day beverly hills polo club blaze from obviously beverly hills polo club so that's it for this episode. Don't forget to check out, uh, especially with the holidays coming and you're looking for an inexpensive fragrance for that loved one, that man in your life, or those that typically like masculine sort of fragrances, be sure to check out Pete and Pedro with their line of inspired designer fragrances. Uh, 50 ml bottles, just 44, excuse me, $49. And with the link in the show notes or eHawks10 as your code, you can get 10% off your first purchase. Also, check myself out as well as Brian Saf out every week over at Nerds Through the World with the NRW Checkpoint weekly show where we're talking about the latest releases in gaming trailer reactions as well and now a new segment called hot or not where we're looking at some of the top tracks that are out and bumping in the jeep so to speak and we are giving our impressions of those be sure to follow me on instagram at webster style and sotonian geek twitter at webster style and on tiktok at underscore Webster Style. Make sure you find anything and everything that is Webster Style, WebsterStyle.com. And of course, comments, criticisms. You want to talk, like I said earlier before, drop me an email at info at WebsterStyleMagazine.com. And remember, holiday season, you know, it's a fine time to, to love, to enjoy the world. But always remember to stay safe out there and be blessed. Tuesday had to be Bowtie Thursday. Had to be White Wednesday. Uh, I don't. Well, I know last time. Well, I wore polka dot. You didn't. Wear, oh, I miss right, it. million them hills killing them, but I'm sure it's a Thursday. Bowtie Thursday. Pasta cream in your heels, looking sharp. Bay acting like you don't know the rules up in the workplace. Must I remind you it was till on your birthday? Don't get me wrong, I think we killed in the birthdays. And you picked the hell of fit for the church day. Let's say you picked the risk game for it. Killing. Now you got the floor filled with bras that you purchase. Pick a color scheme that can match the berry corset. Seems. Do it again. Uh, not, chicks be looking thick leggings, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know.
Take a hint, though. Don't try to get me at a moment. Coming, though. Smoking hot, rocking this pen so thin. Tie hairline, looking like a stencil. Pimp, no lie, I'm sharper than a utensil. Then stroke, mental plane, dang, homie. I was hoping we could walk out with that bang, bang, honey. See them plain James, honey. Them lame friends, honey. We tell it bit crazy like that thing came on me. Hey, mommy. Look a lady, main thing. Want me on the scene. Fit popping like a main vein. Running blood color, lip smashing with the hand. Clutch money, holding back. Kinda funny, can you tell me what's the price I got the range rover? Hang on me, when we walking, looking Gucci like that thing sprayed on me. Walking with a lip like an ankle sprang on me. Yeah, I rock the cardigan. She don't really want me because one man should have all that style. Take it out, clothes on the floor, pass it. Oh, you want to say, oh, I completely read that wrong.